to speak the English again. Um, it's good for you all to join us here again today. You know, um, uh, you know, it's it's the um, first Miami Grand Prix, the inaugural Grand Prix. You know, um, so I'll, we'll start by, um, there are a few things who, um, look into it, you know, because first of all, before the Grand Prix, there was so much um, buzz, you know, so um, we'll talk about that, we'll talk about the track, you know, we'll talk about um, <clears throat> the retirement, you know, and then, um, yeah, and then um, I'll say it's a good day for Williams because I'm Alex. Albon scored his first point um for Williams, you know. So, oh sorry, second um points for Williams, you know. So um, it's a good day for Williams, you know. So um, <clears throat> sorry guys, I have a bit of um cup. So um, I'll start by um calling on you guys to um give your different um views and opinions on the track first of all and then um the race you know so um first of all i'll just um start myself and say um for those of you that were here yesterday i um i said this track tends to remind me of um a couple of tracks you know so i gave the analogy of like for those of us that schooled in um in Nigeria, you know, um, if you schooled in a Nigerian secondary school, whereby you have assignments, you know, do the assignments, and then you, have, you maybe you have like ten questions, and then you are copying the different answers from different from different um people. You understand to just 
get your assignment done. That's literally how I saw the track because you can see a touch of um, Vietnam. You can see a touch of um, Azerbaijan. You can, um, Azerbaijan around the castle. You can see a touch of um, Jeddah. You know, you can also see a touch of um, Monza, you know. So it's just so... It's, uh, and it's, uh, for me, personally, I don't think it's a track that was really... Um, thought about, you know, as um, they claimed, you know, it was extensively um, thought about and um, researched, you know, but I don't, I don't think that. And well, um, the race in general, yeah, I would say it turned out um, well because fortunately there were no um, red flags, you know, not like um, I'm sure everyone was expecting um, a red flag, you know, at least one or two red flags, you know, even though we got a, a virtual safety car and a safety car, you know, but you would have expected the red flag, you know, but that didn't happen, you know, like the way we had in them, the previous sessions all weekend, you know, so um, yeah, um, I would say um, overtaking, overtaking was, overtaking was um, okay, we saw some Overtake, you know, you know, in um, turn one, you know, and then we saw whereby some drivers misjudged the gap and thought they were on the um racing line like Mick, you know, and then having that collision with um Seb, you know, very unfortunate. And then um, yeah, we'll see how that relationship um plays out. So um, I'll just call on them, you guys, to um share your thoughts on um, the track and then um, the race in general and then um, we'll move on from there. Thank you. So, um, Shemilori, please, uh, then um, Ayo. And then, um, guys, if you want to speak, please just request. Thank you. Yeah, good evening, guys. Good evening. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, what a race at the end of the day. I, I think it was fairly enjoyable, all things considered. Um, like you said um, already, um, the track itself, uh, not in terms of the layout of the track itself, is not one of my favorites. I think um, if we are going to be racing here again in the future, I think a lot of revisions will probably have to be made to the track. But uh, all things considered, uh, one thing America is good at is uh, putting together an occasion, so to say. You know, I think the atmosphere was nice in the end. It had uh there was a good vibe about the race and then the actual race itself was fairly enjoyable uh the race was beginning to kind of uh level out um until we got the virtual safety car which you know kind of brought more life into the race in the end i made it made the last um couple of laps um more enjoyable yeah so uh i think it was a fairly good race obviously we saw uh, Supermax doing his thing, you know. I mean, it was quite a good good race from him. We see, you know, the Red Bull so 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 powerful in in the straight line, you know, and the Ferrari just didn't have any answer for that in the end. Um, so I mean, he continues the streak of <laughs> winning every race that he manages to get to the end. So luckily, the the Red Bull didn't break down on him in the end. Though we saw it. Um, earlier in the race, we saw on what lap was that? Uh, where per, on lap twenty, I think when Perez, you know, had uh, 
lost power in his engine. We we thought maybe it was going to be more of the same, right? But luckily, uh, they were able to salvage that, and he was able to come home in P4 in the end. Yeah, I think I'm happy for also for Carlos Sainz. He um, <laughs> managed to finish the race this time, you know, and uh, get on the podium, which was a good thing for him considering the part, the last two races. Yeah, so I was happy about that. Uh, talking about Mercedes, I think they had a fairly good race also. Uh, Russell, you know, very impressive from him, starting all the way down in P12, I think, and Manage, managing to continue his streak of finishing the top five here. So that was that was good to see. I think it was a fairly good race for the Max in the end. So I think they'll be happy about that. Yeah, I mean, lots of talking points, but let me just stop uh, here for now. Yeah. So it was a good race. Thank you, guys. Thank you very much, Seminary. Um, Aya, please. Yeah, yeah, good evening. Yeah, so yeah, about the track. For it being like the first time for this research, I feel like they actually put up a good show, a very, a very good show. Apart from where I was really disappointed was when Norris and Gasly had contact. Yeah, because for I I feel it's under investigation because it happened on like something like a a, a more straight line. If it was in a sharp corner, then would have said okay this thing is is really fishy but it happened that it most traits this thing so I, I i feel like something was 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 planned at the back but at least it it's it's it been a first time and a very tricky track that i i, I feel like this 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 race has put on a good show and like i said for this this race i told my guys see as far as max has the chance to finish this race and he does not have dnf He's winning this race because he has always done that here. And one other thing about this this thing, I, I think they have to stop using this track because it's it's not comfortable, it's not useful. The racers have have like bad bad comments on the track, and if the racers have bad comments on the track, I think these guys have to consider them, even though they have to adapt to whichever track they give them. I think think the organizers have to like find find solution to it which is which 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 kind of looks impossible or or they kind of like build a new new Miami track. Thank you. Thank you very much um I um just um to just um a question for you Aya. So um what part of the track do you think um needs um readjustment you know what sector of the track which 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 turn is it again that particular one that that max had had this so that was a commercial this thing for him it looked like what okay, so that i think is that uh, but i think you are if, if i'm correct you're talking about like from turn 11 to 16 just before supposed the to be, yeah yes. supposed to be from turn 11 to 16 Okay. Because I, I think it, it has to be a track that would not necessarily comfortable for all racers. But uh, if if about four five four five different events of near crashes and crashes is happening on a particular tone, then they should they should kind of find a solution because it will keep happening. Okay, but um I would say um with today being um the 
inaugural Grand Prix. Don't you think um, things have gone smoothly? You know, no major red flags. You know, mostly yeah, so the not, that, that it it's it, it been the first time here. Yeah, this thing really put up a good show and we all enjoyed it. Okay. Thank you. Um, I also, um, yeah, uh, I did buy your denim and please. So, for me, good evening, everyone. Um, for me, um, I think I've I sort of like <clears throat> told my guys yesterday that at least after the FP2, at least with the data, that this race was going to be like a Red Bull track or Red Bull race, right? Um, but um, the surprising part for me is the fact that um, Ferrari doesn't look like a very serious team to me. And um, it's based on this, right? Miami Grand Prix, during the sprint race, you could see your driver experience tire deck, right? And you are coming to a Miami that race track was the tired um the temperature trust temperature was expected to be over 40 degrees right and it was exp- that it means that there could be potential tired deck for your car and you failed to fix that issue coming into miami right and you resulted into screaming into into the hairs of your drivers during the earlier part of the race to instruct them on a part of the track to avoid. That doesn't seem like a very serious thing to me. Within that same two weeks between um, Imola and this race, Red Bull introduced an innovation to reduce tire deck and they did not even experience tire deck at Imola, right? That seems like a, that seems like that seems like a team that is interested in winning both championships, right? To me, right? So even if you have the driver in Charles Leclerc and you don't constantly improve on your incident development, you would lose the championship, right? Your driver is not going against a, Nic- a Nicolas Latifi in a fast Red Bull car. Your driver is up against a Max Verstappen in a fast Red Bull car, in a Red Bull car that has the straight, that has that insane straight line speed. And you chose to go for strategy D. And your strategy D was to be screaming into the ears of your drivers, into the ears of your drivers as at lap four, to be instructing them on which they don't seem like a serious team that wants to compete for the championship to me. If if and only if a miracle happens at Mercedes and they fix their car, Ferrari will be in big problem. Because when you have a George Russell and a Lewis Hamilton and a Max Verstappen hunting you down, it's clear, it's clear now at least for the last five races, no, at least for the races that Carlos Sainz has finished in, it's clear that Carlos Sainz doesn't have the pace to match both Max Verstappen and Charles Leclerc. That is clear. That is visible to all to for all to see. So once Mercedes miraculously enters this thing, it is over. Going going into mid 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 um season, uh, mid season break, Ferrari will be off the pace. 
it is a very simple thing. You're not, you're not competing against a Lanstro in a Red Bull car that has a very mad incident. We know what Max Verstappen can do going into the straight. We know what Max Verstappen can do when he has a, a DR, when he has DRS enabled against you. And you're now experiencing tired deck. Those guys are not serious. They don't look like a serious, <clears throat> serious team that wants to compete for the championship. To me, that is that is the that is how I see. They don't look like a serious team that wants to compete for championship. I think let me just stop there. I never. I was okay. Okay, now that you said, I was just going to ask you. So, how do you think um going into um what do you call it going into Spain? Um, Ferrari can overcome these um, issues because this tire um, deck is something they've experienced um, in the past couple of races, you know. And then, um, in terms of um, on the streets, they are nowhere near um, the Red Bulls, you know. We saw it today, you know. Um, one DRS and Max was gone, you know. So, um, what do you think? Um, going forward, will be the solution for um Ferrari. That's a very tricky question, but I think one the first thing they need to do is probably they need to sacrifice some of the downfalls they have, right? I think they have a very mad downfalls under their car, right? Um, I think. They might have to look at that to see if that. To ana- I think they might have to analyze that data. At least they have two races now, two different tracks to analyze data in terms of tire decks, right? So I think they can start with that. Then I think one thing that um, um, Red Bull also did at Imola was they brought updates that reduced. Um, Max um car weight by five kg. Yeah, so I think whatever updates they've been postponing from Jeddah that they said would come in Australia, that they said they would come in Omoda, they said would come um, in um, Miami that didn't show up, that they now say, that they now said it's coming at Barcelona must also come with lighter weight, right, for their car, right? They need to remove some kg of that of that car. It might be tricky to say poor poison because I think we could clearly see some effect of poor poison as well on that Red Bull, right? So it means to me, I think if they both nullifies the poor poison, probably there will still be there will still be that straight path. So I I don't know to be honest, but 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 I think the major thing, I think the major thing they could start with is that they are tired deck to start with because you can't. Because at least we can see clearly that if 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 um <clears throat> if going into a track and probably sector three or sector two is as that speed um, sh- um straight line speed for Red Bull advantage for Red Bull they will still have like an advantage there, probably like in sector one where you have going to the corners right right and probably Charles could always sneak out um P one right. And probably science could always think out picture. Another thing they can they need to do is to talk to Carlos Science, right? You can't bottle. You you should have watched, you should have watched, you should have watched, um, you should have watched these guys' highlights last season, right? 
Similar overtake he used at Mexico was what he used today against Calon Sainz. He knew he needed to break late. That was what he did. That was what Max Verstappen did. Right? They need to also, you need to you need to review this you need to review, review the strategies of your of, of your competitors to know how to defend rightly against them. They need to sit Carlos Sainz that so though I know that at least to be fair on Carlos Sainz, right? He needed to finish a race. So he would not want to like entangle himself into any one um drama, right? So I might not really I think <clears throat> I might not blame him for for not like breaking late as well against Max and not like because yeah that's PTSD will still be there for him, right? We just didn't let him pass. But going into further races, if you have a front row lockout and you know that you have a potential tire deck, at least let Max work for the win. Do you get what I'm saying? Not like Max Max will overtake signs going into turn to turn one, and you would leave your guy exposed to Max for six, seven laps. If they were like one, two, and Max overtakes um, Carlos Sainz on uh, lap nine, at least this guy would have feel freer to keep on going, keep on setting that lap time. It's, the race will be much interesting. It's not getting much. It's, it's getting bored, boring. Well, well, I would say you have both cars on the podium. Why are you, why are you really oh. upset? Yeah, see, see, yeah. see, yeah. So, um, my Louis, I'm, 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 I'm predominantly a Mercedes and Louis fan, right? Yeah. My Louis and my Mercedes are not performing, right? And here is my second favorite driver, Carl, um, Charles Leclerc, with a fast car, right? But here is, we know, at least, Ferrari knows what Charles could do, can do with a fast car, right? So ensure that you match Red Bull's in-season development because we all know that Red Bull has that at their radar. They have they have Andrea Nevi within their team. They have the guy that you can probably describe as the greatest aerodynamics guy in their team. They have mad engineers in their team. So you need to match it. It's not about starting good. It's not about getting P1, P2 in the first race. The season is long. And that is where I, that is the fear I have for Ferrari. They might be only they might not be able to match Red Bull's in-season development. And we can see that we can see that already happening with tired deck. You had two weeks. Sorry, I'll I'll round off now. Red Bull fixed their cooling uni, cooling issues in FP2 within a day. FP3, the cooling issues were gone. We're gone. We all saw that. But you had two weeks, two whole weeks to feel fix tire deck, and you couldn't. And you expect me to think that you're a serious team. You are not. <laughs> you can't. You can't tell me that that you're a serious team. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Adiba. Thank you. At, at, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes you sometimes you just have to um, be contented with um, what we have, you know. So, P2, P3 is not bad, you know. But yeah, um, can we have um, Enne, please? Enne, um, welcome. Hi, everyone. So, I think my comment is basically the same as everybody else. I mean, considering that most of the drivers really complained about the track pre before the race i actually expected it to be much rough but it was pretty good i mean i think we had just one red flag or two i'm not i can't remember now it was but yeah 
it was a boring race. I'm not going to lie, but it was a pretty good one. Smooth at least. And just very sad that, I mean, we, what we saw, we practice. It was, everybody thought Mercedes was back. And then now it's like, okay, are we back? Are we not back? Yeah. So Mercedes is still struggling. They need to, I mean, they need to fix up. They need to fix up. I'm happy that we're, uh, I mean, I'm happy for the result we got today. Honestly, it, it's it's not so bad. I mean, considering what we got during the last race, really happy for what we got today. Mercedes needs to work on their strategy. Great pit stop today for Lewis. Time was very short and everything. Honestly, just very happy. Boring race. Happy that George was able to keep his top five finish trick. Very sad for McLaren and Lando, but... Yeah, I think pretty much it was it was a boring race, but it was good. It was good. The whole Miami hype. I'm I'm really happy it's over, and just fingers crossed for Spain. Let's see what we do. Well, uh, thank you very much, and uh, well, um, I would say on 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 it being a boring race I, I i i tend to agree with you you know because um regardless of just um th there were actions here yeah, but at a point you know it just felt a bit um a bit um like if there was nothing much going on you know, and then um, I think it was is in this kind of race is always towards the end. You know, towards the last um ten laps that something tends to always um happen. You know, like see when um Mick and Seb went to um um or rather Mick went to crash into Seb. You know, so is 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 all those things that tend to happen in the last ten fifteen laps. So I would say well. Let's see what happens when they make um readjustments to the track because they are definitely going to make readjustments to the track with um all this hype and everything. You know, uh, my head they've made so much money. You know, I, I I'm not sure, but um someone said it was um I think the. the around the range of the, um, the Super Bowl, but I doubt it's around the range of Super Bowl because Super Bowl makes so much money, but who knows, you know. So, um, yeah, um, moving on. Um, Smart, can we have you? Then, um, Timmy. Okay, good, good evening, everyone. Um, I just have some few thoughts on the race. Uh, I didn't find it boring. I don't know why... Um, a lot of Formula One fans try um say some races are boring. At the ending, it was quite interesting, and um, Verstappen and Red Bull are proving to be a bit too much for Ferrari. I think Ferrari always has this issue of whenever they come up with the with the fast car, um, they start off well, but during the course of the season, they start making either mistakes or failing to handle certain situations very well. Um, today, they should have gotten at least... Uh, they should have won the race and got at least, um, you know, third place as well. But still, second and third is not bad. The season is still long, but they really, really have to, like, 
step up if they want to like keep up with Red Bull because well from what I'm seeing is like they are really really not um they're not really doing well as I expected them to do. I really want them um, the players to win this championship. So that's that's all I have to say. Thank you. So um I don't okay I don't know if you were here earlier when um Adibaya was um you know giving his his strong thoughts on um, Ferrari and how they are failing him at the moment, you know. And then one of the issues he complained about was um, tire degradation, you know, as well as them not having um, this straight line um, speed. Do you agree um, those are some of the issues that um, Ferrari is currently struggling with at the moment? Um, in terms of tire degradation, um, it depends on the track. Like, each track is different, and how your tire responds to each track track is very different. So I don't really, I'm not really sure on that aspect. Then in terms of straight line speed, I don't think um straight line speed is the only. I think Ferrari is a better car in the corners. And one thing with Formula One is that you your car can't have everything. We saw last year. Verstappen was better in the corners, but Mercedes just had, at the ending of the year, they just had, like, straight line pace. Like, it was just too much. So, like, your car can't have everything. The advantage your car has, you use it to its fullest and get the best results you can get. So, that shouldn't be an excuse for them. Um, the tire regulation, I don't really know. But me, personally, I know Ferrari, especially when this, um, their principal, Binato has um, been team principal. 2017, 2018, they should have won the championship. They made a lot of errors. So I don't know. Ben Benazzo is he's a very good um he's a, he's like a genius in terms of creating a very fast car, but in terms of management, I don't really trust him that much. But let's see. Um the season is still long. Um opinions change from race to race. So I just don't think we should conclude on anything yet. Let's just see how the season progresses and then we'll know. Okay. Uh Thank you very much. Um, Demi, please. Yeah, uh, thanks for bringing me up. Uh, I actually didn't know how that happened. I didn't request. But yeah, I think for me, my comment about the race is, yeah, first of all, to congratulate Red Bull and especially Max for getting P1 and getting a podium because I think, was it yesterday, I was like retweeting a tweet from Red Bull after qualifiers that... Um, Rebel got P2 and P4. And then someone was like, oh, Ferrari got um, the uh, qualified better. Like, they got front row. And then you saw what Max did. First 10 laps, he basically was able to overtake um, the clock. So I think, for me, I don't get why people are saying the race was not interesting. I think this race gave us the beginning, gave us uh, middle, and gave us a lovely ending. Like, that end, when we saw safety car, I was a bit worried. Okay, with safety car now, the clerk ideally would should challenge Max and try and overtake Max. But you saw Max defend the race. Then there was also the um, different things happening with um, Perez, like Perez on medium tires was expected to get P3. So I was excited about that one. Okay, maybe he's going to try and challenge um, challenge Rebels um, driver on that. But Sainz was able to like defend and get his pictures. So that was also exciting. And then also there's this part that people are not talking about, the battle between George Russell and then Hamilton and Hamilton complaining as well. 
basically George Russell was able to overtake um, Hamilton twice. Yes, he had a better um, um better tire tires, but also he also made a good call by changing his tires going to the pit on time. So I think those different scenarios that were happening during the um race, and I've never talked about the different crashes that happened as well, just made the whole race excited and I couldn't just even hold my breath throughout the race. But I think in all of this, Max I just showed that every race that he finishes, like so far. Um, it shows consistent every race that he finishes, he takes the um, podium, which is really um, interesting. So um, I think it's going to be a long season. And I'm just like dead, like see how everything goes. Cheers. Thank you very much, Doctor. Thank you. Um, just speaking about um, incidents, obviously we're going to come to the different um, teams here. The Londoners and uh, Gasly collision. <laughs> when I saw the tire, I was expecting that the tire would probably go over the barrier. I was like, hey, one catastrophe is about to happen here. So, but uh, um, luckily that did not happen, you know, but even for some seconds, the tire was still um, spinning, you know, which just shows the um, level of like the um um how did they speak the English again? The amount of um speed you know involved um um in these cars you know so um it was it was it, uh, that was that was something um as um Topper said something to hold your breath for you know as well and then um. Anyway, coming to we'll, we'll come we'll come to um, Schumacher later because Schumacher is a different um, case, you know. So um, yeah, moving moving on. Um, Sergio Perez, Sergio Perez had the, I would say he had a good he had a good race overall. You know, the issue he was facing was wasn't his fault in any way, you know. So apparently, if you're not aware of the issue, um. Um, according to Christian Honor, it was um one of the sensors failing, you know. So therefore, for him to um continue, um I don't know. I think he has to turn it off, and therefore he has to lose. He has to lose power, um, a bit of um power, you know. So that that um that was the reason why his times were um dropping ball. Still, you know, he was still able to um finish the race, you know, and um. For a team that has suffered um, a couple of DNFs in the last um, few races, I would say that it's a it's a good way to build um, build the momentum back, you know. And then um, yeah, so um, I don't know if anyone has anything to add about about um, Paris just before we move on to Mercedes. I have something to say about him. Yeah, please. Um, I was I was not really happy at the end when he went for that launch and then ended up um, burning out his tires. To me, he has to be more decisive for Red Bull. He started out well this year, but somehow, somehow, he's not really showing his true colors, to my own opinion, because Verstappen is maxing out that car the fullest so he has to like try and um assist him in that in that regard so that's my own opinion on Perez but he just has to be more more ruthless that's just my own opinion 
smart. I will say just before I come to Amadebaya and um, Timmy, please. I will say Perez as a father and as a driver is doing a tremendous job in that Red Bull seat, you know. Because uh, because we all know that Red Bull, they are building that car around Max, you know. It's not equally built, you know. So, Perez achieving what he's achieving this season <laughs> in that second Red Bull seat that everyone says is cost, you know, I would say is that he's doing a great job, you know. But, well, yeah. Mistakes happen at the end of the day, you know, and then um, it was more of a driver error and him misjudging um, the breaking, you know. So it is what it is. It cost him a podium, you know, which it was, which um, originally was what was what he was going for. So yeah, it is what it is. I guess at the end of the day, um, Adibayo, please. I think you already said what I wanted to say, right? Uh, we sh- <laughs> let us hold um, uh, Paris by a very high standard because um, he's in the same team with a Max Verstappen, right? And except for not just being sincere with herself, at least one thing that Paris has shown this season is that um, he's getting much closer to Max in quality pace, right? At least his quality pace to Max seems quite closer this season, but he's still far ahead. He's still far behind, rather, in terms of race pace. And we, we could all expect that, right? Because um, Max is not just... Um, but again, man, um, I'll... Again, I was just surprised that he was unable to um get past um get past Carlos Sainz, right? Um because irrespective of whether he's against um um is in the same team as Max Verstappen, I think he bought to that opportunity, right? Uh, um of going past Carlos Sainz. If you have a medium new medium tire, right? This guy's on like twenty something old ad tire, right? You shouldn't push it too much. At least watch, watch, watch clips of how Max overtakes um Leclerc. Though I know of a certain thing that probably from Barcelona, right? Um, um, there will be like an intense overtaking battle between Max and Charles because all those ones that they've been saying in the last um four or five races now, fifth race now, that it will be like a clean overtake. All those ones are just bobo. When the championship fight intensifies which i think it should now because i think it's like 17 points or something between them right all those easy overtake i think we'll get to see begin to see lesser of that and begin to see much but that's not that's by the side at least watch watch clips watch how max does overtakes right come on don't push don't push something too too hard you just get past this guy and move on it's not like science is like a very competitive guy like that that you and the guy still has PTSD of, of his crash. So definitely, if you launch, you could even see that Science didn't even make any defense move against him. It was the lockup that saved him. If if Checo had never locked up there without his overtake, it would have gone past him easily. Science would, at least this race, Science just wanted to finish whatever he finishes, then just finish a race so that I won't get like a query at Maraneno. 
the next race. Um, when one will get back to Mariano, he he bottled it. Checo bottled the opportunity. It's as simple as that. Thank you, um, Adebayo. So, um, top player, please. Yeah, I think I'll just keep my own comments very short because you guys have said it all. Checo bottled it, like basically bottled it. I, mean, I was even taking P1, P2. That's how I was thinking when I saw the safety, um, safety car and safety car restart. He has absolutely no reason for not uh, overtaking Saints. Like, there's no excuse. And personal, I think we need to start watching. Like, I'm the biggest Checo defender, right? But I think because of the challenge that we have here, we need to start keeping a close eye on Checo and seeing if he's what's that second driver of Red Bull. And me, I don't mind if you tell me links to like read about. I'm, I'm not like a long term F1 fan, but I don't really buy into all this guys built around this guys built around this person. I would like maybe I need to read further on that, but I'm not into like I don't really fully agree on that. But like Checo has no excuse for not overtaking things after a safety car restart. And to be honest, I was even pushing further for like a P1, P2 distance. So I think it needs to do better. Thank you very much, Doctor. Uh, so, um, I, um, what I mean, what I meant earlier um, by saying a car is built around um, a driver is in the sense of um, feedback and um, opinions, you know. So, because they are the ones that are going to be in the car, you know. So, these um, drivers have a strong say and input in the developments. Um, of the cars, you know. So if something works for Max, who is who is, and um, doesn't work for Perez, you know, they are pro- the team is probably going to say, okay, Max is more of the talented driver, and yeah, um, um, favor the development in terms of um, um, what's it name, Max, you know. So yeah. So um that's how um these things work. So yeah, um smart please. Like uh, I'm not I'm not I'm like a very big Paris fan, like I really wanted Red Bull to get him um that twenty end of twenty twenty when he came. So like it's not that I'm a Red Bull hater or anything. I just think there are moments in races that Perez has the opportunity to maximize his position and in those moments he just he he either he washes it or he just he doesn't like um take he doesn't grab that opportunity with his hands and that's just what gets frustrated like frustrates me with him that's just my own issue with him and the terms that the car is built around man to me um for example when the Vettel was building Ferrari and then Leclerc came he dominated Vettel with the car that Vettel was building. Um, Mercedes built around him. This guy, Lewis. George is here now and he's pretty much matching Lewis. I, mean, I just feel if a car is fine, a car is fine. If a driver is very good, he will make the best out of the car, irrespective of whose input it is. So to me, Perez should be doing more with that car because I rate him as one of the best drivers on that grid with the experience he has with everything that he has gone through and him being here. So I don't like, I don't put him on any soft. Uh, this is if he's not getting top three to me, he, he messed up, <laughs> so there's no something for him. That's what I have to say. <laughs> Thank you very much, man. Uh, Wang me, 
sorry if I got that wrong. Correct me, please. Hello, everyone. Oh, hi. Yeah. Um, I just want to comment on um Cheko. Um, I think we are being a little harsh on him. Uh, if you remember, um, Christian Honor commented um while the race was going on that he, even though he got power, he was still a little down on power. So, um, if you look at Max's overtake on um Leclerc, it was pretty easy. Like, um, halfway into the straight, he was um he had overtaken him, and Checo was the only reason he locked up was he was uh you know trying to overcompensate. He didn't have as much power as um he needed to get that overtake done. So um and then on um the Ferraris, um I listened to a couple of comments on um the tire deck. Um I feel like it's if you if you guys have noticed, uh, Ferrari have not done any major upgrade this season. Um, I think their floor is supposed to come um, by the next race in Barcelona also. Uh, so, like, they are just working with what they have right now. And the Red Bull is like uh, 10 kilometers uh, faster on the streets without even the DRS. So, like, um, it's still pretty early. Upgrades have not come in. And um, yeah, we should be uh, more lenient to them. Like the degradation, it's not it's not um, one button or something that they will flick on. There are lots of moving parts that will help um, the car become kinder to the um, tires. And uh, yeah, that's all my um, comments. Thank you very much. Um, okay, I see Adebayo's hand up. All right, so I agree with what has been said, right? And probably um, people are uh, probably I sounding like um probably been to Ash. I don't think I'm to Ash, right? I think it's just uh, I just I just think if you've known Ferrari for so long, right? Um, they always just have too many justifiable reasons as to why they have. They are, they are sort of losing tracks in terms of development, right? Um, right. So, um, your upgrades has always been you've always been postponing your upgrades, right? People will always say you are coming with upgrades. Then you hear that oh, Pinotto is saying that next race Miami. Pinotto now said Barcelona, right? Um, but third deck, right? should be like a major concern for you, right? Coming into Miami, right? And I think if you are so serious about the championship, right, that should be an issue you should at least look for like a petty fix around, right? Because the data were there that you are coming to a track that the temperature will be over 40 degrees, right? And the implication of that would imply Higher degradation for your and this and your competitor that same two weeks that you had post Imola introduced an innovation to reduce tire deck, right? To their car, and they didn't even experience tire deck in um was it at Imola that shows a team that is adapting their car 
to fit the tracks they are going to right to fix the to fit the next track right and that shows the serious that would could imply a seriousness in a team that wants to win the championship right i think if the tire deck had not occurred today probably we could have had a much interesting race right um in terms of the battle in front right between charles and max right that was my opinion about that was what i was trying to um say right but again it seems fair to them because they said finally barcelona right would be here in barcelona right hopefully they truly bring their upgrades to barcelona i will not hear that oh upgrade is coming next race after barcelona then i think it could be justifiable then to the entire world that these guys are absolutely not serious with challenging for the championship Thank you, Adifayo. Thank you. Um, I don't know if anyone has anything to add to Adifayo said before we move on to the next um, team, which is a Mercedes. So, um, yeah, so moving on to um, Mercedes, you know, um, both drivers finishing um fifth and um, sixth you know so um a good well i'm saying say, well those standards are falling it's a good day for mercedes you know because um that's the best place they can be the third best team on the grid third fastest team um as it um as it stands you know Look, unfortunately for them, no DNS from above to help and assist with the podium, you know. So, um, um, I believe, um, in terms of uh, strategy, I know that um, Lewis um, wasn't really happy, you know, because obviously when that when that um. Was it when the virtual safety car came out? He he just knew that um, George was going to be in front of him, you know, which um, changed the mood as he tried to defend. You know, um, both drivers had um, well, it was a bit of a moment, you know, and um, it was quite um, exciting and very healthy, you know, and then um, I would say. It's long, it's long you've seen Lewis battle with his um, teammate and be on the receiving end of um, things, you know. So, um, which is um, I don't say it's good to see, you know, but well, at least sometimes when you see something different, it's much more interesting, you know. So yeah, um, and then I will say, George, my my overall assessment of George is that um, I'm. Georgia coming into this um this seat, you know, I always my personal view was I knew George would perform because when they gave him um replacement driver um in Bahrain, um the Sake Grumpy and the way he dealt with them both as I knew that nah, there's no way 
there's no way this boy will not um, perform when they give him the seat, you know. But um, yeah, you know, even um, maybe he could have finished. Um, he could have even finished sixth and seventh. But yeah, because of um, Botas again, driver error. Um, he finished um, P7. So yeah, um, uh, I don't know if anyone wants to share their opinion on the mechs and um, where they see them heading to uh, what they call that Barcelona, you know, in two weeks. Yeah, Adebayo, please. The funniest thing is someone is on this um, space that I know the person will still come back and haunt me with my tweet I made um, like on Friday or Saturday about messages. Um, but that's by the side. Um, that's by that's by the way. I think um, this is semi last card for messages, right? Um, um, at least I don't know whatever setup we use in FP one and FP two, right? Um, I think the setup we use there seems relatively much balanced. However, I don't know if that was the same setup we used for Collie and um, Collie and Race Day. Um, um whatever just to come in there, um I believe during the race um the, the pre-race show, I believe we Buxton said is not the same setup. I be, um I believe they tweaked it more and then they overdid it. So hence why they are where they are, you know, but oh yeah. That seems super nice to hear then. That means it means that it means that um, at least they could use that as a baseline data for whatever updates they upgrade they have been doing at Barcelona, right? Um, at least I think there was an interview that Toto Wolff did in the past week that he said um, they were going to like make few few upgrades, which they did um, to their fronts and rear wings respectively, and I think the Bimwig as well had it's a bit of um, um, adjustment right um and they said the major package would come in barcelona right so um that was why i said um i think the last card would be at barcelona because total basically said after barcelona whatever comes out from barcelona would be um what they'll probably use to the end of the season because they'll just focus on next year's um car um that's about mercedes so hopefully to, uh, to me i i, I I just feel if they can have the same kind of car Max had when we had W11, right? Um, not the car that would compete for um, race wins like Charles and Max as currently, but a car that can always challenge the second driver of this Ferrari and um red bull right so i think that could be like the possible expectation we could have for mercedes so if they could have that same kind of car then definitely child um science and um checo will be under pressure right from russell and hamilton right it could just be like a repeat of um 2020 season right when we had that massive das das um system right then we could push from there right um, 
but as regards as regards um Rosso and Hamilton, come on, I do I don't even know what to say, right? Because um 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 at the moment Rosso just seems to be the luckiest boy on the grid, right? You know, he he simulated a virtual safety car and he got it right. And um and and um I think what Mercedes should have done was to double stack them. That was that was that was what I was expecting, right? I was expecting Mercedes to have double stacked both um um both Hamilton and Russell immediately, right? That was what I was expecting them to have done. Because I think if they've done that, then probably Hamilton could have still finished ahead of Russell, right? But they failed to do that, right? And um the expected thing happened, right? Um, I've had, I really don't. P P six is still relatively good for Hamilton, right? Because I really don't think he would want to struggle with an aggressive driver. And about Russell, right? We've always like had the opinion that, Oprah, let me. I've always had the opinion that Russell has a very mad um quality pace, but I've not like um. I've not like um seen him um drive a car to really prove his race pace, right? Um and um though we've always had um Lando Norris album um always hype the guy based on his F two and F three championship wins that the guy's extremely fast, the very fast car, but uh, you know but you know Formula One could be a little bit different because the car setup are much different, right? But again, I think I think we at least the five races you could see that this guy just has a very he just had a very steady he just had a very steady race pace. His own is just to get 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 the overtakes done, allow the guys that start on a very um um much softer um tires change their tires, get into a favorable position, then pray to the God of virtual safety car or safety car to happen. Then change your tire, then get your P5. Then if if God will not bless you as um, George Rosso, either of um, Carlos Sainz would crash or Max Verstappen with DNF or Checo with DNF, then you get your P3 and you get your podium. What a soft life. It is... It is it is my Louis that is I don't know I I really don't I really don't understand what's going on at Mercedes right I don't know whether at least this this race now there there are no sensors on the car there are no sensors on the car so I've been saying for the past three days that it is the sensors because well, the sensors in me, there's no sensors in this car for me to say that uh, uh, there probably is the sensors now right. But again, George has been impressive at least. He has been impressive so far. And I think he's putting in the necessary um the necessary performance that should guarantee him a seat when Louis probably if he doesn't extend his contract beyond next season, right? Then we know that we should be looking for a second driver instead of having to look for two new drivers separately to drive for Mercedes. If he continues this way, at least you can see steady performances okay 
Okay, Debaya, thank you very much. Uh, okay, so guys, yeah, I want us to just um, quickly just um, let's be quick, you know, so that because of, because of time, because many of us have nine to fives, you know, so yeah. Um, I will just have a uh, mask and talker, please. Uh, uh, hello, guys. Been a while. Uh, I'll try to do this quick. So, Mercedes, firstly, George Russell is the kid is 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 doing magic, man. Because what the and I don't even think it's luck at this point because. I mean, it was pretty obvious that we were gonna have a safety car on this on this track. It's it's. I mean, I mean, it was pretty obvious. So we're not gonna lie. It's a very Jada-like circuit, so you could you could tell. And he did what you have to like. Let's not even before the safety car. It was what P. I think it was P seven. If I if I'm not mis, yeah, it was P seven right behind Lewis. Uh, I'm not right behind, but it was behind Lewis. So. It's it's a masterclass. The kid is just doing magic, especially with this tractor they gave him. Man, the guy is just doing wonderful. So yeah, that that's just for him, and he's doing what he needs to do. However, Mercedes James Vows, that strategist guy, he has blood on his hand, and I've been saying it since since last year. France, I've been this guy has to the point where, honestly, if you realize last races. Like Lewis Hamilton is losing faith in that strategy team, and it's a bad thing because um, I don't know if you remember last year it was at Imola where there was a changeover and Dan repeated, and obviously they told and they told um, Lewis to pit, and he was like, "No, he's not dry enough." But then we could see uh, Dan Rick being four seconds faster than Max Verstappen. Like it's it's just very bad. Like they really, really, really need to sort that strategy. Like it's 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 is 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 done. Is 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 very bad. It's just very bad. Uh, but honestly, P five P six from what we had from the beginning is very very good. I mean, what we had. I'm not a Mercedes fan, but yeah, it's very 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 good. Uh, we are getting where we are trying to get. So. Um. Yeah, solid result. As as you said, standard has dropped. Solid result. P five, P six, very good. But once they get that car going, I'm even afraid George Russell will be fighting for because if they actually get that car going in Barcelona, and George Russell is doing what he needs to do, I will not be surprised if at some point in time he start fighting for the championship. Is it might be wild to some people, but I will not be surprised at all because the kid is doing amazing. I'm not writing off Lewis at all. Um, it's just that, that, I don't know, strategy is not going his way for some reason. He might come back, we never know. I'm looking more, I don't know why, but I'm looking more at next season for him. I feel like he's get, he's taking this role of trying more to develop the car. That little, like, you know what Schumacher was doing at Ferrari and then like, that little, like, you know, trying to develop the car and putting more the hours and them kind of thing. I feel like that's the rule he has adopted this year and that's what it's going to be to the end of the season. I don't know. But, um, yeah, once once this car is sorted out, George Russell is going to be a pain in the ass for uh, Max and, and Charles. Uh, definitely 100%. Thank you very much, Max. Um, Talk please, then I'm smart. 
Yeah, I'll try to be very fast. And I'll just pick it back from what uh, the last week I said. I'll start by saying that George is going to be the pain in the ass for Lewis. First of all, the first time we start sticking about Red Bull and uh, Ferrari. And my observation from this race is basically, um, I think Lewis either had a poor just average race. Because when the race started, I'm just trying to give a commentary on Mercedes and the driving like from an outside. I was probably not a fan. Basically, the race started, Lewis dropped two points, dropped, dropped two positions and had to gain it back. Right. And if not the fact that Bottas is like Bottas, right? That went wide towards the end. Like Bottas kept Lewis and the two Mercedes cars basically behind him, the, him behind him throughout the race until the safety car thing happened. Maybe if there was no safety car, maybe you would have even just kept those two behind. And then also I want to like just give um plaudits to like um George Russell. I think he's been everybody knew that when he joined Mercedes, he was gonna do something. And he's been pushing that car little by little. He's been quiet, but he knows what he's doing. He's pushing that car, pushing that car. And I feel like he's just going to get better with George Russell. And to be honest, it's been nice if Lewis can get back into competing form because it's like kind of boring. We want to see Lewis come. Everybody wants to see Lewis competing. We want to see Lewis in the front. We don't want to, like, for me, I want to see Max, Leclerc, Lewis, maybe Lando. And um, yeah, the top drivers actually in the front, like, competing. I don't see Lewis, like, behind Alpine. But yeah, this is the season that Lewis, for me, needs to bring the driver plus the car together. And we can see George doing it. And Lewis is, to me, slacking. Thank you, um, Topper. Can we have smarts, please? Um, okay, uh, I just want to speak on George Russell and some of the top drivers in the um, in the league. Um, last year, at the middle or ending of last year, I predicted that um, from this year onwards, the championship will be mainly fought by three drivers, which will be Max, um, Leclerc, and Russell, because I view them as the most talented drivers in in the in the grid, and I, I think I'm being proven right little by little. Um, Russell, I think Russell just needs the car to be good. I think for a lot of people that are saying Lewis will come back stronger. I I think last year was Lewis. Um, um, last, how will I say, let's say dominant, let's say his best year he will have. I think there's this thing with young and old drivers in the team. Once, like, there's another driver, once a younger driver comes in, the younger driver comes on, comes in with this spark of, um, just this spark of, you know, youth and brilliance. And it's always, I don't know why, but if you look, like, at teams in the past years, it's always... Um, makes the like older driver like fade out of the team like little by little, and I just think that that's what will happen to the Mercedes line. All right, I don't really think we'll see Lewis fighting for what champions championship. I, I don't really think we'll see. I just think it will be those three, those um, Verstappen, Leclerc, and um, Russell, and maybe like two years time or three. Maybe I think Hamilton will hang up, but I don't really see him in the front of the pack uh, again. Oh, that's a sticky one. That's a sticky one still. Uh, well, I, I I, honestly agree with you, you know, because it's just like I'm in a workplace where you have all this Gen Z um, um, employees, you know, and then they are much more agile and much more quicker than you. And then you're not thinking, ah, what am I doing wrong? Do you understand? So, yeah. Um, I honestly get um, what you feel. 
Oh, oh sorry, sorry, what you uh, mean, you know. So, um, moving on, we have um, Esteban Ocon and um, Fernando Alonso of Alpine, you know, um, both finishing P8 and P9. Um, I feel, you know, I feel it would have been a very good um, race for Alonso, you know, who would have, uh, you know, would have finished probably in P6, P7, you know, do you, if not for that, um, um, what happened again? I believe if not for that, um, incident, you know, um, you know, he would have been, he would have been, um, up, you know, but, um, for Alpine in general, um, it's a good weekend for them, both, um, cars in the points, as, um, I believe as regards to Imola, um, where um I believe one of the one of the um, one of the cars was um was not in the point. Yeah, Esteban did not finish in the points. It was only yeah, Esteban did not finish in the points. So um yeah, so um good weekend for um Alpine in general. Um I don't know what does anyone expect anything um from Alpine going into um Barcelona? Uh, Mass, please. You know, um. So what? What I what? What I'll say might be a bit biased because I hate Fernando Alonso. It's he, if this guy could crash every race, one lie. Obviously, not not die, but if this guy could just bin the car DNFs, I'll be very happy. But then again, I feel like they had a very a stronger car at the beginning of the season. I don't know if I'm making sense. I just feel like they had a stronger car. I'm trying to remember because I've not really been paying attention. But I remember Jada for Jada, for example, where they were they were quite up there, P5, P6, competing and everything. Uh Imola, I don't even remember what they did. Uh but uh honestly, it's is good for them. I'd say that they're both finishing points. I expected better from them because I've seen at the that as I said at the beginning of the season, I feel like they had the better car. They were, I even feel like at the beginning of they were faster than Merck. To be honest, they were fast. I mean, in Jeddah, even Esteban, Esteban, I qual, I qualified both Merck. So, um, yeah, I kind of, I'm kind of looking at them slipping out a little bit. Uh, Esteban is doing what he needs to do. Fernando Alonso is being over aggressive. I, 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 I think. Um, but aside from that, yeah, I mean, well done to them. Well done to Esteban. I hope um, this other guy just crashes next week. Yeah, basically, yeah. Hmm. Miles, um, I would just, I would just like to put a disclaimer um, on here that we are not against people. Um, Abi, we are not for people um, crashing. You know, we wish everyone across the finish line hell and hearty, breathing with their two nostrils, you know. So, yeah, um, I, I, I don't know if anyone did anyone have their hands up picking for our pin? Uh, okay, um, just moving, moving down the grid, we have um. Williams, Williams, <laughs> Williams, um, 
Alex Albon scoring the second point of the season, you know, in Dakar, you know, I would say Alex Albon is really trying, you know, extracting the best out of that um um Keke Williams have put have put out there because I don't know what they are doing, you know. But another thing here is we see Alex Albon um, finishing P10, you know. And then in practice, he was giving the times where um, P4, P5, you know. You now tend to wonder, is this, is, is this more of even a driver issue in terms of um, Williams not being at the top or... It's just that the engine is just, or rather, the car is just um horrible. Because, like um Haas here, um I don't know if anyone was here yesterday. Haas here, where um we said um Haas, if there's this um eighty percent chance that if Nikita was in this um twenty twenty two car, we would have not been able to see um the full potential of the car, like Dwayne Magnuson is um, extracting the car because you could you and then you can bring this argument back to um 29 um I say 2019 2021 for has you know because you have two rookie drivers who really don't know what they are doing you know it's just like it, it's just it's just it's just it's just like now you put um two learners who started driving and you started in there, oh, they should they, they start going from Lagos to Abuja. Ah, you, hey, so, so, so someone's going to lose. You know, accidents, accidents going to occur, you know, because they don't really have the experience. So it's more like, could Hassa have even performed better in 2021, you know? And now, coming back again to Williams, you see, um, well, Williams himself, you could even see traces of his last season when um, George was putting the car in qualifying, you know, just a bit of reliability issues, you know. So sometimes yeah, I just feel maybe it's more of even a driver issue in terms of them not extracting the full performance of the car. Like, look at Latifi. This, I believe this is one of these races is finishing this um 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 season <laughs> man oh god but yeah um i'll mask then i'm smart please oh ho, 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 ho. <laughs> ah, let's have a laugh um williams yeah first of all alex alban alex alban me i personally think he's this guy is so good he's for me, he's a very, very, very talented driver. I mean, this guy is using this wheelbarrow to score points. Like, it's a madness. Like, I think we don't understand. This guy is just doing what needs to be done. Australia, remember, he has been massaging, caressing these hard tires. These hard tires that these people are suffering on. He's been massaging for 57. No, the guy is good, honestly. He's been scoring points as well. He's doing what needs to be done, honestly. But to get back to your question, I mean, not your question, but obviously you talked about something being whether it's the car 
or is the driver because he's pushing all this time in FP1 and FP2 and then all of a sudden he's not. Me, I personally think Alex Albon cannot cope with pressure. He's an amazing driver, such a good driver, but he cannot cope with pressure. So obviously, when the race is starting and you have all these drivers around you, I just feel like his his this thing just comes out and he starts switching. He just starts switching. But I don't know. I, as much as I like him, I need to say sometimes he I don't know when there's the pressure like he, he just does some silly things like I don't know. So just some silly, silly things. And you're like, oh, what, what are you doing, fam? Like, you need to wake up. Latifi, Latifi is just, he is just an industry plant. And this guy, I will be very surprised if I see him next year in that car. Because obviously, yeah, you're a pay driver and everything. You supply the money. But, bro, if the performance are not there, all the money you are supplying to the team, that you need to repair the cars that you are breaking. Obviously, like today, you'll be happy and everything. That I was hearing Martin Brown to say, yeah, um, he at least he's, he's finished the race. And what do you mean? Like, how are you an F1 driver and we are happy that you finished the race? Like, do you get what I mean? So, Latifi, uh, especially the fact that we have Arbon and Arbon is using his face to wipe the floor in that same William, that same Wilbaro car. I think he's not going to make it long. I, I Well, I don't think so. I don't know how bad they are financially, but I don't know how much money you have to pump to keep this this driver on the grid. It's tough to me. It doesn't make sense. But Alex, honestly, kudos to him. He's, he's, he's ex, bro, he's taking out more than this car can give because this car is not a points-winning points car. I don't think so, personally. So, yeah, that's what I have to say for Williams. Thank you very much. Um, Smart, please. Okay, um, you spoke about Latifi. <laughs> Latifi only crashes, crashes uh, his car or finishes last days in most races. I think, you know, he's there because he's a paid driver. Um, he brings in a lot of money for Williams, and that's why they, they really did him. In terms of um, Alex, in Formula One, your ability to cope with pressure is, in fact, it's the number one thing. In fact, apart from your drive, your ability to drive the car. How do you cope with pressure? And I think um, when he was in Red Bull, he suffered a lot from pressure. Same thing with um, Gasly. You can see when he went back to Alphatari, he was performing very well. Uh, one of the best drivers on the grid on 2020 and 2021. Um, same thing is happening with Alex. He's, he, he doesn't have that pressure anymore. He's in a car where, even if he comes last, there's not much expected from him. So he just he drives like um, he has nothing to lose. So I think once once you do that, you you obviously get good results. And then Magnussen and Haas, like imagine if Nikita was that uh, boy was still in that car, God of mercy, Haas would be wondering like all their all their development plans that they did last year, where they cut off funding for their development that year and like focus on this year. Don't have be wondering like everything just went to waste. <laughs> If <laughs> the kid that was seeing the car, God of mercy, that boy was terrible. But you can see Maxi didn't drive last year. In fact, the guy was on holiday with his family, only for them to call him and say, how far you feel you can't drive for us. This guy comes 11 days later, starts driving and a Formula 1 car, gets into the point. You can see how how um, talent, if, um, if a driver is good, if a driver is talented, it can make a huge difference in where you end up. 
it is just the driver is just as important as the car, if not even more important, because they make those important decisions that can place you good or place you bad. And um, that's just what has is benefiting from right now. Then um it just it just highlights how good how good um Magnuson is as a driver. Imagine if they had two experienced people on the wheel. Imagine how well they'll be performing right now. And then Schumacher for all the hype that Ferrari and uh, Vettel are just hyping that boy. I don't really see what what he has to offer because he has just been at the back there. He's not making a mistake here. Today he took out took out Vettel like a torpedo. <laughs> Like a torpedo. I don't know <laughs> what happened with that their relationship, sir. But I just think it just shows how important the driver is in the car. That's what I have to say. Thank you very much, um, smart. Well, and um, we're coming to uh, us in a bit. Uh, Mas, were you going to say something on us? Oh, yeah, I thought we were talking about us, but you, uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, well, um, but yeah, um, now we're on house. Um, I think. Okay, um, I think I will let you go then. Um, just give my uh, opinion, please. Ah, uh, thank you, thank you so much. So, has, has, yeah, <laughs> that one. That I think it was my, uh, you're funny, man. <laughs> if Nikita was in this car, wallahi, they won't even that one of these cars would never see Q2. I'm telling you, I'm telling you, K Mag is. So good, it's it's stupid, but I feel like um the the um, uh what's the word I want to say the athletic side of F one is catching up to him because ah the guy was chilling when they called him all of a sudden he's there driving bro ridiculous taking corners at some ridiculous speeds and I feel like it's like getting onto him now like uh i'm seeing his performance today it wasn't it wasn't k mag i saw at Bahrain or even at jay that we overtaking Lewis Hamilton and stuff like that but um very very good however uh, me, i mean i won't take nick schumacher's slime because this is my little baby man nick schumacher he he's very good as i i, I don't i don't think i don't know if you remember but i said that about some two or three races earlier i think when pressure catches him, this is, you can see that he's a rookie. I feel like even this year is actually his own rookie season because last year he had a shaker. He had to drive that wheelbarrow. He was never expecting points. He was just driving it around to be just there. This uh, season, he has a car that can make him score points. Um, it's very unfortunate what happened with Vettel. Um, but... Is then again you can see that first of all he's immature and you can see that he's still a kid, bro. Like exactly what happened. You he was there, he was just driving Higihaga, bro. Like ah, with the expectancy of getting first points, he had fresher tires. He could have he could have overtaken Vettel's like way with uh, in a way better shape because he had fresher tires. They I think they didn't even reactivate GRS at that time, but he was so Higihaga, so eager. And to be honest, as I say, it's just his rookie season. Like, give him time. Mick Schumacher is going to be one of the best. This guy is coming with what needs to be done. But uh, I just think we need to give him time. Haas is doing very well. They have a, they have a decent card this season. And uh, if they can um, sort out mix, because as uh, Smart says, the, the, the driver is almost even more important than the car. If they can sort out mixed immaturity and him just needing to calm down, as we saw Charles did today, Charles realized that ah, I cannot fight for that P one. 
let me just cook, cook, take P2 and take that P2 JJ. That and that's not what he did in Imola. And as I said, this guy Charles has a bozo gene. Anyways, back to Mick. If Mick can have that same mentality, okay, one point is okay. Let me just cook or okay. I can't fight this one. Let me fight for next up and stuff like that. And um K Mark can get back into fitness and get back into the because Formula One is such a you really need to be fit for that for that for that sport. If you can get back into that, I can I, I really, really feel like there will be a trouble for like midfield. I feel like has because they have a very good package. I feel like has to be a trouble for like midfield Apatari Alpine. They can easily overtake them, I think, honestly. So uh, yeah, yeah, honestly. Thank you very much, Mas. Well, uh okay, I uh, come on. I don't know if you would like to say anything on has just before I give my thoughts. Okay. Okay, so um has first of all, yeah, I would say um you know uh in as much as I'm not a fan of violence, I don't encourage violence, but you see sometimes uh, you need a certain reaction so that, uh, a certain action so that some reactions can occur. You understand? And then um in this case, Putin is the action which has brought a certain reaction for us. Will I say? Um well you can say it's a positive um thing for us, you know, and then it's, it tends to expose um, Schumacher as a driver because now yeah let's not let's not say oh Schumacher he's young he's um he's he he has talent you know he's still very young he's still a kid we have this is the second year in the sports you have Yuki Tsunoda who is constantly if he's not, he's constantly point in in the points. If he's not pointing up, if he's not in the points today, he's pointing. Do you understand? He has finished P four, P five. He has finished. He has finished in all the P's apart from podium positions. You can know that. You understand that they came in the same year. You know, so you we might say, oh, in his first year, did not have the car. Now, I'm not even going to even agree that one they did not even have the car. Maybe they did not just push to the max because, as Mas have said, you come back, you have, they brought um, um, somebody that was on holiday to come and drive car. He's, 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 he's doing like if, he has, like if he has been in simulator for six weeks already. You understand? So... Like you cannot come, we cannot come to say, oh, he's young, he's young. Me, as I said yesterday in um the space we had yesterday, that this boy is the son of a racing driver. He's not a racing driver. That is the way I've seen it. Because you see the stupid accident he had, um, the stupid collision he had today with uh, what's his name? Um, is a uh, uncle, uh, is like, well, um, Vettel. Where is this piece? He said, Oh, he saw a gap. Which gap? You're in Senna, you didn't see any gap. 
do you understand what I'm telling you? There's no gap there, and you say, oh, she's, you, uh, um, you saw gap. Schumacher, ha, man, in as much as he's bringing sponsors, which is why I see the only reason why has is willing to keep him here, but he's not, he, he, he's, Personally, is I don't I, I this, they say he's going to get that Ferrari seat when Ferrari bounces signs. I don't see it. I don't see it. As if Ferrari now they are going to create B team. I don't see it. I don't see where he's going to he's going to say oh he's going like you see you see uh, like like now eh? let's not say he's young he's young um. Uh, what's his name? Um, Sh- um, Schumacher is young. Schumacher is he not twenty three? I be twenty twenty four. Was was young? Was young about it? Is he not? Is he, what was young about twenty three twenty four? When the Verstappen start winning race, do you understand? Is he not Mars that was trying to say, oh, this new generation um of of driver? Is he not part of the new gen? Like how do you, like. We're not even going to. Well, try, let's even compare him with um uh, the fellow rookies. See what what they call a uh, um Chinese driver. Let me not comment. Um, Joe is is putting in work. Joe is you you think Joe has been in F one for two years? Or uh, sometimes I even used to, I mistake Joe and Sunola. They are not remember that oh Joe came in this year. He's so strong, you understand? He's not, he, he's not, he doesn't need to apologize. I've not heard any apology from Joe. You understand what I'm telling you? So, this uh, emotional attachment, uh, let's let's try and uh, remove it and face the reality with this, with, this, with uh, um, 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 Schumacher as an individual. You understand? Yes. Ma- Magnussen has come. Showing him that, Ogbeni, what are you doing? Like, has yeah, this is where I obviously Schumacher is the name that generates money thanks to the father. That's where I be um, I feel has is benefiting. Like, see these stupid stupid mistakes you, you are making. Points, points that convert into millions of dollars. You are throwing it away. You understand? What I mean? you, it, it, like it, it, like it, for me, yeah, it does not just, it does not just gel. You know, you are, if you are, if, like we've compared him to the rookies, Sunoda. Uh, what's the other person's name? It's like anytime they talk about Mick, it's always oh oh Mick oh Schumacher oh that is but let's stop all this thing. The boy is an adult. You understand? As some, I think someone said yesterday. I can't even remember who said yesterday. Um, I believe it was. Um, I, I'm not sure if it was Yemi, but he said, "Um, oh, sorry, Shemilo, He said he might end up like Ralph. You understand? If you end up like Ralph, oh well. You understand? It just shows that not everybody is meant for these sports. You understand? Eh? So, on George Russell. 
uh, arrest my case, you know, arrest my case for now. So, um, Adebayo, please. I've forgotten, but I, I think, I think I agree with what you've said about, um, make sure my, make right, um, 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 last year's car for us was horrible, right? So that was there. It wasn't like probably drivers didn't push, but they, even if they pushed, they would not have gotten anything. Uh, but again, I feel like I think the second after the second race of the season, I think I said something as regards um Mick not getting into. I think there was a time someone said Mick might get into a Ferrari to Ferrari on this place, and I think I said. And then my response was in line with, I don't see me getting into a Ferrari without his performances, right? And which is, because even though Sainz might not be the, might not be the luckiest driver currently for Ferrari with his two unfortunate crashes, um, but you can take away at least his contribution, right, to Ferrari. And I don't see how make would get an elevation into Ferrari with his performances, right? It's not he's not even closer to to um to Magnussen in terms of race pace, in terms of quality pace. Um you could say probably had qualified Magnussen yesterday, but we all knew the reason why that happened, right? Magnussen didn't um um get to warm up his tires quicker then there was a slight error, there was traffic and the rest, right? Which affected his lap times and the rest. So if you look at all those data, you won't, in your right sense, say you should promote the guy to a Ferrari. And I agree with I agree with you on all other um, rookies performing as well, right? Yeah. I totally forgot the Hernando chat to say. <laughs> No problem, Adibayos. Uh, um, if you remember, I think uh, I don't even know if I have anything to add on um, Schumacher just before we move on because quickly we um, just because of time, you know. Um, okay, so let's quickly just run through um, Aston Martin. You know, Aston Martin. Ah, Aston Martin. Well. Still, as a result of a, a stupid error, as I would say, look at where Sebastian has ended. You know, if I make a crack, if I would test him, if I see this boy in this hour, in, in this, uh, what they call that paddock thing again, that their house, that, um, in this motorhome, if I see this boy, anyway, he's, he's just very lucky. He's just very, that, that meek. Ah, oh, God. It, man, sometimes uh, that's why it's good to, it, sometimes it's, it's good to be important in this life so that your children will reap the benefits. Because if you are if you are a useless parent, you they will treat your children uselessly outside. See any small thing, they are treating me like egg. Egg that they don't want to fry. Okay. Um yeah, he was the one that caused the accident for Seb. You know, which um, caused 
Seb, uh, obviously, to experience some unnecessary G-force and um, damage to the car, you know. That's just the, another issue, Seb. Damage to the car. This is something Aston Martin does not want. You know, based on on based on the Higgy Hagar stroll did in Australia, uh, stroll and, and, and Vettel did in Australia. They don't they don't want this because it's it cuts into the budget car. But once again, the nephew has done it. You know, so uh, I believe um, that's the thing about family. You don't bring family to business. You know, uh. Stroll, uh, Stroll, there was a bit of moment from Stroll, you know, earlier in the race, um, when the two Canadians, him and, um, was, the uh, Nicholas, you know, it, it, it looked like if they were putting on a bit of show, you know, but obviously, um, we know that any more, any more going into the second sector of the, any more show going into the second sector of the track would have resulted in at least one driver in the world. So um uh, I believe Latifi had to back off. You know. So um overall just uh, very unfortunate for uh Aston Martin, you know, a bit of um progress, you know. But yeah, still on the back foot and um I believe that's not where they want to be, you know. I don't know if anyone has anything to add quickly and briefly, please. Honestly, there's nothing to add about uh, uh, what's that name? About Aston Martin, really. Um, it's quite unfortunate, as you said, his uncle and, and nephew, this thing, so they'll resolve it indoors. But <laughs> ah, this Mukshimaka Slender, ah, allow the kid, ah, please. This one is gonna be next two years. Ah, this boy. He's still a bit immature. If that one is immaturity. Who can't rely? But yeah, as I said, it's, it's quite unfortunate. I really, really enjoyed the the beginning, Lawrence and the show and Latifi. Yeah, but you could see because especially when they were going, I think it was turn three and coming out to uh, it was like I could see that it was gonna end not too well. But it's good that they backed out. Um, Lawrence Stroll being Lawrence Stroll, another pay driver. He. He was he was doing also a bit of Higihaga with with I think I think he was with Lando. I think it was with Lando. And obviously me being a McLaren fan, I didn't really like it. And he was also weaving about. Lawrence Shaw doesn't look around. And so I'm not even surprised if this guy's not scoring big points. He's, his his awareness is just bad. He's just driving. Like he's driving like someone that is just driving on the road. Like He's, I don't know, he's just driving to go somewhere. He's not looking about, but yeah, but really not much to say about Aston Martin. I don't really care about that team, honestly, but yeah, yeah. Thank you very much, uh, Mas. Um, on that, uh, okay. Um, okay, I'll, let's just, um, because I, I believe the last thing we want to talk about is uh, McLaren, which I've not spoken about. So, I want to touch on Alpha Tuari now. You know, um, it was not not such a great weekend for both drivers, you know. Um, uh, that incident with Gasly 
actually also caused that incident with um Gasly, you know, that resulted in Gasly having another incident with um, um Norris, you know. So you see a chain of reaction there. So um I just um feel it's just very unfortunate for the alphas because they were running they were up in a good position, you know. So um that's just sad, you know. And then um hopefully they'll hopefully um in what do you call the place again? Barcelona they'll be able to pick up and um go on from there. Well for Alpha Alpha to Aria, I just feel I don't know, they're just learning the cars, you know, it's just taking time for them to understand um the cars because um I believe Yuki was struggling with um what you call that in the game balance. You know, so it's all this um it's all these things that um come into play and are factors, you know. So um um yeah, I don't know how far to anything to add just before we go to McLaren. Um, if no one wants, sorry, if no one wants to say anything, I'm really sorry. Just putting my mic on is because obviously no one is is raising their hands, so I just thought. But, no problem. Um, yeah, no for that. But um, yeah, Alpha Tauri, I uh, I'm really really angry at at Gasly because I feel like he. And then again, it's all from Alonso. Alonso being over aggressive. This kid, oh, I don't like this guy, man. He was there. That same error that um, this guy did, no, that makes Schumacher did. That's that same thing that Alonso almost did. But obviously, he being a more experienced driver, he realized when to turn, when to break a bit earlier, when to turn everything. That's how he went to. I don't know if he there was. It wasn't a puncture, but. I think Gasly just left the the. I think it was the right the rear right. That I don't think. I think he just left something instead of him. Just go go to the pit. Talk to your uh, engineer. See what's going on. He was he moving in Yaga, and that's when he went to bring that Lando. No, ah, meanwhile Lando qualified P eight. No, but anyway, yeah, I'm just uh, very very angry at uh, at Gasly, but yeah, he's a very good driver, so. Yuki, on the other hand, same thing. I think that just really, I think they don't have a very good card this season. They, I think they, it's, it's just not gelling yet. As you said, uh, they are probably fighting for, they're still trying to discover the kind of really like getting that right balance. I feel like they haven't gotten it yet. So, um, yeah, really, really, I'm, I'm really waiting for Barcelona because most. Most teams are trying to, I mean, are planning to implement very big changes in Barcelona, right? So I'm really waiting to see how that cars um, rises from there. But for the moment, very poor performances, really very poor performances. Yeah, I think that 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 that's just how I have to say. But that's to say to me. Thank you very much, Amas. Thank you. Um, so just quickly, um, uh, McLaren, the incident with um, what do you call them? Um, Gasly, Landon Norris, and um, Gasly. You know, 
that was very um unfortunate you know i believe um i don't think Gazi looked um in his mirrors to see if anything was coming by before he went in you know so in at the end of the day they will both review it and then and then know where the issue um came from you know so um on on um the second driver in uh, McLaren um Daniel Ricardo you know yesterday I I spoke about Daniel Ricardo you know and um I said Daniel Ricardo now has fallen below standards you know and then um today in this race he proved me no wrong you know um where did he finish p13 you know ricardo <laughs> i just <laughs> ricardo learn um, i i i just I, ricardo I don't, I don't want to say but he's is he, acting like if he has expired you understand you know he's acting like if he does not know what he's doing anymore you understand or like you have a decent car, you know. Your teammate was in a, a um, fighting for points, even though for that um, unfortunate incident, you know. You know, as you say, what's going on with this brother? You know, is he missing home? Obviously, Australia, this is not the first time he's living in Australia, you know. What's the problem? You understand? Because at this point here, yeah, I mean, I've said it that Ricardo, when his contract expires in um, 2020, what do you call it, 2023, end of 2023, you know, the way he's doing, say, that Zach Brown not cut the contract. But I know Zach Brown, Zach Brown doesn't have the balls to cut the contract. He's just going to wait when they will not renew the contract. That's it. So, I believe in Ricardo. Um, in the couple of years he has um been in McLaren, you know, he has not he has performed below par and below expectation because when McLaren um I can't I can't remember who said yesterday when McLaren um um went for his services they went for someone they thought was a race winner though he has won the race with um. What you call it with the uh, McLaren, but we know how that how he won the race. You understand it here, or could Orlando could have uh, won that race as well? But is they use seniority to do that one to um to deal with Lando. So let's let so uh Ricardo, you know he has a lot to change. You know a lot to change, and then um I believe. Him and his team need to reflect going forward, you know. Starting with his number, if possible, we should change that number. That number three is no longer number three. It's like number, it's like number 33. You should collect number 33. Now that Max is number one. Because now he's, he's not, he's not, he, he, you know. So he's behind. So, um, yeah, that's just my um take on um Ricardo. You know, Ricardo and... um. Um, there are a few drivers in this WhatsApp group. Ricardo, you see them. They, you see them. They, they are the last three drivers. 13, 14, 15. 
Ricardo, Latifi, and Schumacher. Those three drivers need to take a close look in the mirror. But not the mirror, bathroom mirror. Because it's bathroom mirror, you tend to is in the bathroom, you tend to realize that oh, this is how this is really how I look. You understand? It's not when you wear all those your clothes that they are wearing. It's in the bathroom when you are naked, you realize that oh, this is really how I look. These drivers need to take a hard look at themselves and say, "What am I doing with my career? Am I going for it, or I'm, 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 I'm going for tarts? You know." So, um, Ricardo, I believe if he, if if he can get behind what is doing him, you'll be able to, you know, be in in the points once again. You know, and then um, Schumacher, Schumacher, this is just, Schumacher's is just is is just a case of Russian roulette for me the way I see it, because it's just like what's going on, you know, what are we doing today? Is he am I gonna, you know? So yeah, today we thought he was gonna get points. The next thing, he went to hit his uncle, you know, very unnecessary stuff, you know. But yeah. Uh, Latifi, ah, uh, Latifi. I'm not gonna lie, yeah. Latifi, Latifi should do. Uh, Latifi, the day his father, his father stops. Um, um, what do you call it? Stops. Um, he's very Latifi. Self is very fortunate. He's not from. He that is not is is not from all these um, all these countries that are they are taking the um, things seriously, you know. So. Hopefully his father will continue to bring um, the finances. But yeah, this is where I say Williams. Um, what do you call it? Is it Williams? Yeah, Williams. This is where they come in in terms of how irresponsible they are. You know, I believe the I believe the mission statement should be much more important than the financial aspect of the whole organization. You know, and the mission statement is to be back at the top. You understand what I'm saying? So if you are going to be there with a driver that is just sitting down there just to be cruising around the 53, 63 laps, you know, when he's tired, he crash, boom, he jump out into a safety, into a, the medical car and back to the pit to kiss his girlfriend. That's not what we want to be seeing. You understand? William should be much more focused. That is why they brought that Josh Capito there. I've even said, I even said yesterday that Williams, they need to, everybody did, everybody in that Williams need to be sacked. Not that they need, even need to be sacked. They need to sack themselves. Let them, let them have fresh individuals come in, you know, so that at the end of the day, they'll be able to achieve something new and something tangible. You understand? So yeah, that's um just um my opinion on um on these um three drivers, you know. So uh Mas, please um go for it. Ah, uh, McLaren and Daniel Ricardo, man, you're talking about something that's very, very dear to my heart, man. Obviously, yeah, being a McLaren fan has not been a good day at the office, obviously. Uh Lando was a bit unfortunate. I think the pit stop was very bad. We really, really need to sort our pit stop. Uh, the pit stop was very bad. We lost time. Then we got all the way into a whole uh, DRS train of Vettel and uh, K-Mag and Haas. And it was just a nightmare. And then Gazi just 
went to finish him like that. So, yeah, it wasn't a good day at the office. But Lando, Lando, we all know it. We all know that he. Well, this guy is just. It's stupid, man. He's, he's for me. He's on Charles and Max's level. For me, Lando is just up there. But it's really arguable, and we can talk about it later. But. Daniel, man, Daniel, that, and the thing is, Daniel is my favorite driver. Daniel is, Daniel is my choice. When I tell you I'm supporting someone, Daniel Ricardo. But what this guy has become is just something else. He's not delivering, and he's not. The thing is, there is not delivering. Like I don't know, I'm thinking about other people like Lewis, for example, that will not deliver, and then he will come to the interview and he's just down. You can see that this guy, and this Daniel that. Will, in the car, they'll come and it's all laughing, and then, then you're even more angry. And one thing I realized because I went back, I think last week, I, for some reason, I said looking back at like how it was when he was at Red Bull. And bro, I feel like I was watching someone else, bro. I felt like I was watching someone with the potential of I don't know of Max Verstappen. He was so aggressive, bro, like going for it. He was not taking twice for going for a gap. But now I just feel like he's just restless. And I feel like he's just I personally feel like Daniel has lost the motivation to be in F1. He wants to race, but he doesn't have that fire that was in him before. Now he's just gone. And he really, as he said, really needs to go and sit down and think. He really needs to think like what am I doing to my life? Well is that a joke? What am I doing? What is do I really want to do? You know? But yeah, it's just back there at the office for McLaren, but we are McLaren, man. We were right now. We're just fighting for that middle. So we're just doing fighting against Alpine, fighting against this and that. Occasionally, we we'll collect one podium or like this, but it it will take some time for us to get there. But we'll surely get there. We are McLaren. We'll get there. We'll get there. Thank you very much, Mars. Uh, well, guys, I want to thank everyone that has come. On here to speak today. Thank you guys very much. Um, it's been a pleasure um, listening to you all. Thank you guys. So, um, guys, if you would like to, um, we have obviously this um, episode of Space will be available on all platforms. You know, so um, if you would love to listen to it or go go back to listen to the previous um race, um spaces yeah they're available on all platforms apple spotify audio mark uh, amazon and co you know so yeah thank you very much guys wish you a great week ahead and um speak to you all next time in barcelona god bless you all bye